Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we will be asking, what are the rituals about? Well, this is the million dollar question, one that has confounded many a mind for over 300 years. Well, what can you say about the rituals without letting the cat out of the bag? Over to you, yes. Brother Angel. <laughs> yes, um, of course, the ritual is the core teaching of being a Freemason. And it is difficult to explain to the public because I took an oath that I wouldn't divulge these secrets. Well, uh, in reality, now everything can be found on the internet, uh, but doesn't mean just by reading the words, uh, you understand the whole truth, because I believe the uh, ritual has been written as a puzzle for Freemasons to decipher. Um, and it uses a, um, a form of cipher called steganography. Uh, steganography is where you have a cover text and in the text there is another message hidden. And that's what I believe has happened to Freemasonry. And my books uh, on spiritual Freemasonry are all to do with deciphering this, this um, steganographic cipher and making it interesting and applicable to modern Freemasonry. So just by looking on the internet, you're not going to really understand uh, the whole truth. And this is the mystique of Freemasonry. Well said. I'd also like to quickly add that there is no correct answer or approved answer for this. And I see that the answer to this question being unique to every Mason, as there will be many personal interpretation of the rituals. Mm -hmm. All I will say is that I remember the state of reverent inquisition I was left in when experiencing the rituals for the first time myself. And I was just left asking, why is that there? Why do we do this? What's going on? Ad infinitum. And I think that is kind of the purpose for me uh, in one respect of the rituals. I suppose you could say I glimpsed the mystery of the mystery of Freemasonry oh. that evening. And, yeah. um, but we're now heading down the path of personal interpretation. So if you would be so kind, Brother Unsure, could you please <laughs> enlighten, us, enlighten us in more okay. general terms? Well, of course, yes. So uh, without um, transgressing my oath, basically the initiation is in three parts. Uh, it's similar to Shakespeare's play Hamlet. There's Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3. Uh, Freemasonry is in three parts. These are called degrees, and they are performed like an open theater, but not all on the same evening. You do one, and then <clears throat> typically there's a month gap, and then you would do as part two, and then part three, actually third degree. The first degree is where the candidate is accepted as an initiate. The second degree teaches him about architecture, uh, ostensibly. There are many other things that are being taught. And of course, Freemasons are masons. We are making, working with stone to build buildings, but these are not physical buildings, but a spiritual building. And so our ritual is about architecture. And the third degree teaches our ancient history to the candidate. So 
every country and often within a country, Freemasonry is organized into what we call constitutions or groups. Uh, though the three degrees are basically the same the world over, each constitution uh, has over a couple of hundred years introduced subtle changes. Uh, and a simple example is when the candidate enters the lodge. Uh, the person who is guiding him knocks on the door of the lodge to let everyone know that the ceremony is about to start. The way the member knocks indicates which degree is being worked. For example, it could be two wraps followed by a single wrap or uh, three single wraps. However, in our constitution in Japan, we don't have this small detail. We just wrap on the door three times for all the degrees. Interesting. Well, um, in our lodge in Cornwall, in Newquay, there are slight variations. We would call them traditions, the yeah. town lodge traditions. So, um, so what's the format of the ritual then? So in, in a nutshell, it's not one thing. And this is what I think makes it really interesting to people. So it's part theatre and it's part debating society. Um, it's also part uh, charity. And of course, it's a fraternity. Uh, we are all um, uh, believers in a, a higher power, a supreme being. And so, in a sense, it also served, the lodge serves as a chapel. We pray and sometimes have funerals, uh, Masonic funerals there. However, on the other side, it can be boring because many of the business meetings are the same. And this leads to brethren dropping out. Many Masons feel that there is nothing more to learn once they become master Masons. Um, uh, but Freemasonry is not a religion and its teachings are not contrary to anybody's religion. And we, had, we have all the, the books, sacred texts of all the major religions on our altar in the middle of the, the lodge. Which so this kind of um, openness uh, may account for its appeal, and over the years, many uh, sorry, Anglican clergy have been members, and there has often been a good report between clergy and Freemasons. That's one of the nice things about Freemasonry: the acceptance of different faiths, and in, in increasingly important nowadays, different political opinions within the institution. Yes. And I find that incredibly refreshing. Um, I can see that we're getting close to the time now and, and we'll just draw this one to a close. There will be a part two. There will be a conclusion to this. So bringing this episode to a close, if you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thanks and goodbye. Goodbye.